I am C.K. Nix. This is Dialogues Within the Hollow. Drizzy Drake dropped Certified Lover Boy today. Let's talk about it. Being beneficent, I bless him with dialogue. Being beneficent, I bless him with dialogue. Being beneficent, I bless him with dialogue. September 3rd, 2021. Drizzy Drake dropped Certified Lover Boy on all streaming platforms and probably some other places too. Drake. Drake, he he's an interesting artist because he's got um, a very interesting fan base. You got people who love Drake. You got people who despise Drake. You got people who love Drake but pretend to despise Drake. You have people that despise Drake but pretend to love him. He's got the whole gambit of fans, I think. And so he released his new album. And what I'm about to do is, if you don't know by now, I'm about to do my first listen album review. What does that mean? That means I'm going to listen to Certified Lover Boy one time. I have listened to it one time. And I'm going to do a review based on my first experience with the album. So before I get into the review, um, let me just say a couple things here. I think um, one of the reasons why uh, Drake receives some of the criticisms that he does is, in my opinion, I think there are too many listeners who they want to classify him. They're expecting to be able to classify him as a rapper as a hip-hop artist and i think that's where the 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 things fall apart because he is not a rap artist he is not a hip-hop artist just because somebody raps on their song does not make them a rapper drake is a pop artist pop pop culture stands for popular culture now, I probably schooled some of you on that. You probably thought it meant like the, the noise pop or soda pop or something like that. But no, pop means popular in that sentence. Pop culture is popular culture. That's the genre that Drake is in, pop culture. He's not an R&B artist. He's not a hip-hop artist. He's not a rapper only. He's not a singer only. He is a pop artists a pop artist that's what drake is and um you know i i am not the biggest drake fan but i don't have a problem with his artistry if that makes sense i don't have a problem with the way he presents his art because i mean that's that's how he has chosen to do it um he's not you know, he's not on like my top five or nothing like that, but that's besides the point. It's not about that. Uh, we're being objective here. We are about to find out. Well, you are about to find out, in my opinion, what I think about Drake's new album. Now, let's get into the rating system. This is my rating system. I repeat, this is my rating system. Okay. 
You might not agree with it, but that's okay. Because why? Because this is my rating system. All right. Lyrics. Lyrics matter. Okay. How how is the artist putting the words together? Um, is there is he is he or she displaying lyricism? Is there wordplay? Is there metaphor? Is there simile? Is there storytelling? How are they putting the words together lyrically? Production. How does the album sound? How does it sound? Is it all put together all raggedy and clunky? Is there a smooth flow to it? Is there a vibe to it? How does the album sound? Features. Who has the artist determined that they want to follow them and help them on their journey to creating the perfect piece of art? Who have they decided to allow on their album? And these people that are on the album with this artist, do they contribute to the overall uh, success of the record? Do, do they make it better? Do they make it worse? Is it Does it even make sense for them to even be on the album? And finally, replayability. This is the easiest thing. Do I want to listen to the record again? Do I want to play this album again? Will it find purchase in my rotation? Okay, boom. Let's get started. Lyrics. Lyrics. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I... Okay, I have never consider Drake to be like this lyricist, like this um, lyrical, spiritual, miracle, dear. I, I never, I never placed that label on Drake. Um, he is, he's a sing rapper. He's a singing rapper, which, you know, that's not a problem. That's not an issue, but that's, that's what he is. And so, as far as this project, um, you know what, man? I don't know. I, it was kind of whiny, but Drake tends to be whiny. Um, there were some parts where, you know, I, I thought he was kind of spitting. It wasn't it wasn't consistent. It, you know, he had, he had his areas where he, he was actually spitting some stuff. You know, which, you know, I thought it was cool. Um, but for the most part, it just, man, Drake, Drake, it seemed like it, I always felt listening to this project. It just, it always felt like he was like trying to negotiate with his mom or something, why he shouldn't be on punishment or why he should be able to go to the party or something. It was like, he seemed like he was negotiating or something like uh, negotiating with a female authoritative figure in his life or something like that. Um, well, I hope I'll, or male authoritative figure. I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to offend nobody male or female. Some, an authoritative figure, Jesus, geez, Louise. Um, that's what it felt like, you know, for most of it. Um, most of it was also like singing hooks I, you really didn't catch a lot of um, verses in this project. It was a lot. Somebody texted me. Wow. Okay, so 
you know what? I'm going to keep going. I'm not even going to cut. You're going to hear that was my notification because guess what? I'm using my phone. I'm using the mic on my phone. So now there you have it. But hey, we're real. We're here. We're real here. So I'm going to keep on going. And so but overall, that that's the way I felt about the lyrics. Um, there is more to say about it, but it's in the features, though. So, um, yeah, but Drake, as far as how he did lyrically, uh, uh, I don't know. But Drake is not a lyricist, so, you know, whatever. Now, production-wise, this was, to me, it was super solid. I mean, um, Drake, he put together a dope team. Let me see. He had 40, No ID, Murder Beats, the El Katib Brothers, T-Minus. Man, that's that's a lot of good production right there. Um, as far as the sound, sonically, um, Drake, Drake works a lot with 40, and you can hear that throughout the the album with that kind of like that that underwater sound like uh lo-fi um not not really spacey but but like it's it's different it's like um a lot of a lot of samples from old r&b songs and and um that seemed to be the theme of the production but everybody they all the beats didn't sound the same you can kind of tell that it was somebody different each time which i thought was pretty slick um honestly as a whole i actually like the production way more than i like the lyrics i i wouldn't have mind this being an instrumental album because the production, in my opinion, was solid. Now, as far as the features, Drake enlisted uh, a lot of help as far as features. Um, so I think there there were some features that I felt were, you know, didn't make didn't make a lot of sense. Uh, there were some that I felt like they could have been better and. Um, there were some that were dope. Well, actually, in my opinion, there was three that really stood out. Three features that stood out. Um, one is Rick Ross. I felt like Rick Ross had a dope verse. Um, the song is called, um, I think it's called 7 a.m. on the Brittle Trail or something like that. It's, I, I forgot. Like, I, like, hey, I only listened to it one time. So, but Rick Ross had a dope verse. Uh, Hove had a good uh, dope verse that that song was called Love All and uh, Jay-Z probably had the dopest verse, not only as far as features, but as far as the the entire work itself. That's my opinion, which is a big contrast to what he did on Kanye's album. But, you know, that's that's another story. If you want to know about how I felt about that, check out that episode. That's episode eight where I talk about Kanye's record. Anyway, um, Hove had the dopest verse, period. Oh, and there's a track on here by Yeba. It's a solo. She's doing a song by herself. Her name is Yeba. Let me tell you something. If you do not know who Yeba is, a few things here. One, shame on you. And two, fix it. Find out who she is. Go to YouTube, go to Spotify, 
find out who Yeba is because her voice is, to me, it's amazing. Yeah, definitely. Find out who Yeba is. Find out who Yeba is now. Uh, so yeah, um, the 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 ones the features that the features that made sense, but didn't quite live up to what you would think they would was Future, uh, Drake and Future. They've been you know peas in a pod working together for a long time. You would have thought that that would have turned out a little bit better. But I, I didn't like it. Uh, Lil Wayne, I'm not a big Lil Wayne fan anyway, so I, I never really expect much. At least, at least this era, Lil Wayne. Um, few eras back, maybe, but not, not this Lil Wayne that we got now. So that's features. And finally, replayability. Do I want to listen? to Drizzy Drake's certified lover boy album again will it find its way into my rotation no it won't the only way that Drake's album this this project anyway that this project would find its way in my rotation is if it was an instrumental album and it had that Yeba song on it only that's it because as far as the production it was stellar like I really liked the way this, the album sound I felt like the lyrics on top of the beats <laughs> took away from the album <laughs> I know that sounds weird but <laughs> yeah alright alright final grades final grades my final grades for Drake's Certified Lover Boy album. Lyrics, two out of five. Production, four out of five. Features, three out of five. Replayability, one out of five. Bringing my grand total, my final grade for this album. 2.5 out of 5 well there you have it another first listen album review today we reviewed Drake's certified lover boy album if you made it up to this point I really rock with you I am CK Nix this is Dialogues Within the Hollow catch you next time